Lightoller decided to take advantage of the forenoon watcher's arrival to spend a few moments on deck. His mug of coffee sat on a window ledge near the ship's wheel, a film of condensation blooming on the thick pane above it. Picking up the mug, he ran a fingernail in lazy swirls on the misted glass. He gazed seawards and spied the bridge's reflection. His spectral crew superimposed upon the Atlantic dawn. He focused on the image. Men stood gesturing animatedly against a tableau of gauges and switches. Johnson was handing the ship's wheel over to the first officer. He caught a glimpse of himself and examined the square-jawed, slow-eyed face that belonged more to a prize-fighter than a ship's officer. He moved away from the window and stepped out onto the deck. He walked over to the first of the lifeboat davits and glanced back over his shoulder at the squat tower of the bridge. The sun crept weakly across the officer's promenade. Lightoller let its warmth seep into his bones and looked out to sea. The tapered ribbon of land that had drawn his eyes at first light was now a thickened crust on the horizon. Above it, the threat of thin, dark cloud mirrored the image below. He stood for a while, taking occasional sips from his coffee. He didn't hear the approach of footsteps behind him until he saw a taller shadow engulf his own. "'Almost there, sir,' came a familiar voice. Lightoller turned and had to raise an arm to shield his eyes against the morning sun. "'Not long at all now, Mr. Johnson,' he replied to his second officer. "'We should make harbour by noon.' "'We're still riding low in the water, sir.' "'I know,' Lightoller replied carefully. The two stood in silence for a few moments. "'Aren't you even curious, sir?' Johnson ventured finally. "'We're ferrying eight of the world's most important political figures across the Atlantic, Mr. Johnson. Curiosity is a luxury we can hardly afford.' "'Sir, we're riding low in the water, and I can't account for it in our cargo manifest. We're carrying something we don't know about.' Lightoller remained silent. "'I'm talking about Edek, sir.' Johnson pressed, his voice low. "'E-deck has been sealed off for repairs, Mr. Johnson, and we have our orders.' "'I'm an officer of the White Star Line, sir, so why do I feel like a smuggler?' Lightoller turned again to survey the darkening shore and frowned. "'Smugglers usually know what they're carrying.' Johnson excused himself and left. Lightoller listened as the footsteps faded away behind him and took another mouthful of coffee. It was cold. Seabirds could be seen wheeling and hovering over the ship's